Welcome to the newest Eden Center podcast, Building Ourselves Through Parsha. Our host, Karen Miller-Jackson, will use the Parsha to explore an aspect of social, emotional, or physical well-being relevant for 21st century life and its challenges. Karen is a certified Matan Moralalacha, Jewish educator, writer, founder of Kivun Sherut, a guidance program for religious girls, and creator of Power Parsha. Consistent with the Eden Center's goal of enhancing women's spiritual life through Torah and Mikvah, Karen's insights, we hope, will serve as a springboard for self-introspection and discussion. Hello, everyone. This week marked International Women's Day. How appropriate that this coincides with this week's double Parsha, Vayakel Pikudei, in which the women take an active role in building the Mishkan, and the women teach us a positive message about physicality and intimacy. The Parsha begins with the description of B'nai Israel's donations to the Mishkan, the Parsha highlights the fact that the women, as well as the men, gave enthusiastically to build the Mishkan. The women wanted to take an active role in contributing. They did not want to leave it to their male family members to donate for them. The unique contribution by the women is highlighted again at the end of the Parsha, when the Torah teaches about the materials from which the basin and the stand of the basin were made. The Torah states that Betzalel made the laver of copper and its stand of copper from the marot hatsovot, understood as the mirrors of the women who performed tasks at the entrance of the tent of meeting. What was special about these mirrors and why was the sink specifically made from them? These mirrors come to represent the holiness of the physical body and intimacy in Judaism. Mirrors in folklore can be a source of overemphasis on physicality and beauty. Take the story of Snow White or Narcissus, where we see that it leads to the character's downfall. Here in Vayakel Pikude, however, the mirrors reflect a healthier view of physicality. Rashi cites the Midrash, which explains that these mirrors were used by the women of Bnei Israel while they were in Egypt. They would use these mirrors to beautify themselves for the purpose of seducing their husbands who were feeling oppressed as slaves and had lost hope in the future and were not interested in physicality and intimacy. The women persuaded the men to be intimate as a symbol of their faith in God and hopefulness in the future. When the women wished to donate them to the Mishkan, at first Moshe declined and he thought these mirrors were associated with unholy physical acts of sexuality. However, Hashem corrects Moshe and says, accept these mirrors. These are dearer to me than all the other contributions. What was special about these mirrors, which were used to build the basin, and what was the purpose of this kior? The Torah states that it was placed, the laver was placed between the tent of meeting and the altar, and it was put water in it for washing. And Moshe and Aaron and their children, the Kohanim, would wash their hands and feet from this kior. And they washed when they entered the tent of meeting and when they approached the altar as Hashem had commanded Moshe. This hand washing done each morning by the Kohanim is called in Jewish sources, Kedushat Yadayim Veraglayim, the sanctifying of the hands and feet. The mirrors which were used to create the cure embodied this message that the physical body and intimacy and sexuality is not considered unholy, but rather is highlighted for its potential for holiness. The priests would take a moment each day to be cognizant of the holy work they were about to do with their hands and feet. While we no longer have the Mishkan and the Kior, this source and its message has made its way into our daily lives still today. 
The Talmud in Masachah Brachot teaches that one of the first things we are instructed to do in the morning is to wash our hands and say the bracha al netilat yadayim. There are two approaches to understanding this mitzvah in the commentaries, which actually reflect different perspectives on how to view the physical body. One approach implies that the body requires purifying, as one may have touched intimate places during the night, which would render the hands dirty, so to speak. The other perspective views this practice as a sanctifying and uplifting of the physical body, which has potential to do so much good in the world. A similar debate exists between the well-known rabbis Hillel and Shammai in a midrash in Avot de Rabbi Natan. The midrash teaches that Hillel, once walking along, uh, told his students that he was on his way to do a mitzvah. They asked him which mitzvah, and he replied to use the bathhouse, which was sort of like a Talmudic spa. The students looked surprised that Hillel would call this a mitzvah, and yet he taught them that we must care for our physical bodies as they were created B'Tselem Elohim in the image of God. Shammai, on the other hand, did not believe it was a mitzvah to care for the physical body and taught that we must just do what we need to do for our bodies to keep it going, as seemingly as more of a burden than a blessing. While we have these two different voices in Jewish tradition and approaches to how to view the physical body, we have on the one hand the voice of Shammai, which is downplaying the physical body. We also have the voice of Hashem in the Midrash teaching Moshe that the mirrors were dearer than all other contributions to the Mishkan. And so if we go with this direction of thinking, we see that the message of Vayakel Pikudei is clear. Don't think that holiness is meant to suppress our physicality. In the heart of the holiest place sits the kior, the basin, which was made from the mirrors of the women, who understood that our bodies and physical intimacy have tremendous potential for kedusha. This is an integral part of the Eden Center's mission. Kedusha is not separate from our bodies, but rather the way we use them is the path to holiness. The physical sexual act, when done respectfully, can and should be an act of holiness. The mikvah is about merging the spiritual with the physical. And each day we sanctify our hands in the morning to signify the potential we have to use our hands and our feet and our physical body for positive purposes in this world. Shabbat Shalom. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedencenter.com to learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is recorded by Karen Miller-Jackson, edited by Megha Shore, and is a product of the Eden Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E-D-E-N-P-O-D. Additionally, give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. We welcome your feedback by email at podcasts at theedencenter.com.